Hi, this is Gaurav Palkar. And this is Salil Palkar. We are the founders of Mumbai-based Turon Beer Company and the hosts of this podcast. This is episode 3 of To The Pint and we are discussing the much-loved wheat beers. Joining us later in the episode is the founder of Pune-based Great State Ale Works, Nakul Bosle. You know, I consider wheat beers a landmark in my beer drinking journey. Mm. You know, back then it was primarily about choosing from the available lagers. If you wanted to splurge, you would ask for a Corona, which was served with the lemon wedge, of course. And then comes Hogarden, which is quite unique, refreshingly different, and is served in bars in in an octagonal glass with a slice of tangerine. Mm. And I remember loving it. And the only thing that I knew about it was that it was a wheat beer. Yeah. And then, of course, came Bira. Yeah, everyone was talking about Bira's uh, Bira White all of a sudden. For such a low price point and a really cool branding, I think the Belgium imported Bira White was a great beer that made wheat beers accessible and affordable. True. And for most of us, the craft beer journey also began with a wheat beer. Mm. Gateway Brewing Company's White Zen was definitely the first craft beer that I had in Maharashtra. And then it became a standard practice to go to tap rooms and bars and ask for some wheat beer on tap. Mm. And then, of course, with time, I realized that wheat beers were not entirely made from wheat. And also that there are many styles that come under the umbrella of wheat beers. So let's first understand what wheat does to a beer and why wheat is added. And also the meaning of the term wheat beer before we discuss the popular styles under it. Right. So wheat like barley can be malted. So wheat is a source of sugar for fermentation. Right. It produces much different flavors than barley. Mm. Uh, the nature of protein in wheat is such that it helps to retain head. Mm. So you'll notice that wheat beers have a nice thick head. Mm. It also contributes to the appearance of the beer. So most of the wheat beers are cloudy. Right. It also gives the beer a whitish look. Hence the Germans call it Weiss beer, which means white beer. Like you mentioned, wheat beers aren't brewed only using wheat. Of course, malted barley is a part of the grain mix, but wheat forms a significant portion of it. Right. Wheat and barley have been used to brew beers ever since beer was first brewed. Mm. But wheat being a key ingredient used in baking, it naturally had inflationary effects on bread. Right. That's why a few countries enacted laws that prevented the use of wheat in brewing. Yeah, one of the examples is the 16th century Bavarian law, Reinheitsgebot, which literally translates to the purity order. Now, thankfully, exemptions were made and one brewery could brew wise beer that was brewed using wheat. Now, wise beers did go through ups and downs. But by mid-20th century, wise beers became really popular in Germany, thanks primarily to Schneider that makes the popular Schneider wise beer. So now let's discuss the most popular wise beer of all. The F.A. Weizen. Sure. Core of two words flash in my mind when I think about F.A. Weizen. One is cloves and second is bubblegum. Yeah, these flavors are derived from fermentation. All the wise beers have these characteristic spicy flavors like the clove that you mentioned and right. fruity flavors like banana and bubblegum. Mm. These are mainly because of the yeast that is used. Hefe of Hefeweizen stands for yeast, right? That's right. Hefe refers to yeast. 
सो ही इज नॉट ओनली गिवस द हेफे वाइज इन इट्स कैरेक्टरिस्टिक बनाना एंड क्लोव लाइक फ्लेवर्स इट ऑल्सो एज इन गिविंग द बियर अजी क्लाउडी अपियरेंस आई कैन टोटली अंडरस्टैंड वाई हेफे वाइजेंस आर सो पॉपुलर दे लुक गॉर्जेस दे अरोमाज एंड फ्लेवर्स आर अपीलिंग एंड दे वेरी इजी ड्रिंकिंग एज वेल या एंड इट्स नॉट वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू फाइंड वन Gateways White Zen and Arbor's Bangalore Place are two popular Hefe White Zens. Hefe White Zens darker cousin also quite popular, isn't it? Yeah, it's called a Dunkel White Zen. Brewers basically add darker malts to a Hefe White Zen recipe. These darker malts uh, give a caramel-like nutty flavor to a Hefe White Zen. Some examples of Dunkel White Zen are Gateways Doppelganger in Maharashtra. Then there's Geist's Uncle Dunkel in Bangalore. and there's some chance you might find erdinger dunkel in retail and in some bars now let's talk about another white wheat beer style this one's from belgium and it's the belgian wit of course you'll agree when i say this that it's the most popular wheat beer style in india yeah it has become the default style for any new beer company to launch their brand with true and to think that this style almost died yeah it's an interesting story actually Sure is you want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. It's about this milkman Pierre Sellers who lived in a small village in Belgium called Hogarden. He worked at the last wheat beer brewery that shut down in the year 1957. These breweries shut down because they could not withstand the popularity of lagers. Mm. Now Sellers tried to recreate this recipe by home brewing at his table. He later opened his own brewery and named it after his village Hogarden. Rest is history. Wow. So, what are the characteristics of a Belgian wit, and where does it get them from? Yeah, Belgian wits are light in color, almost whitish wheat beers that have these uh, characteristic spicy and citrusy flavors. Typically, Belgian wits are brewed using malted barley and unmalted wheat, and some brewers also use oats. Now, the spicy notes come from the coriander seeds that are added while brewing. Similarly the citrus notes come from orange peels. Mm. When we discussed Hefeweizen we spoke about how the yeast imparts the fruity and the spicy character to the beer. Yeah. When it comes to Belgian wit it's the addition of coriander and orange peels that gives it the fruity and spicy character. Exactly. Mm. And there are various ways in which modern breweries play around with these uh, spicy and citrusy flavors. Breweries also use spices like nutmeg or cumin. and they also use various types of citrus fruits so i remember great state aleworks uh, did a belgian wit using gondoraj lime and you have other breweries that have experimented with uh, valencia orange tangerines etc as i mentioned earlier belgian wit is the most widely available wheat beer style mm. toit stintintoit great state aleworks brightside brewbots botok orange are some of the wheat beers on tap and speaking of bottles and cans there is white rhino's belgian wit there is spark by white owl which is also quite popular right i think it's safe to assume that when somebody asks do you have a wheat beer or when someone says that i like wheat beer mm. that person is primarily talking about a belgian wit or a hefe weizen right and such is the popularity of these wheat beers that mm. you also have the big guys getting into this space now yeah you already have kingfishers wheat beer on shelves in bangalore mm. AB InBev that owns Budweiser has launched two wheat beers Virya and Matcha under the brand Seven Rivers Brewing Company. The front of the can clearly says wheat beer. So that's the key message. 
Yeah, on the cans, they also say notes of bananas and clover, notes of orange and coriander. On the back in the ingredients list, they've also mentioned natural extracts. So it's not really about uh, brewing these classic styles. They just want to replicate the discernible characteristic of a Hefeweizen or a Belgian wit. We launched our brand in Feb 2019. And at our launch and even after that, at restaurants and at other craft beer festivals, we kept getting asked one particular question more than any other, which was... Do you have wheat beers? Exactly. And we always said no because we had made a very conscious decision to stay away from Hefeweizen and Belgian wits. Yes. Because there were many in the market already. Right. But at some point, we had to say yes, which finally happened in November 2019. And there was an interesting thought behind what we finally chose to brew. Yeah, I wanted to brew something that was totally different from a Belgian wit or a Hefeweizen. That's why I chose to brew an American wheat. Mm, Tell us more about the style. Back in the 1980s, when the craft beer movement was just kicking off in the United States, quite a few American breweries brewed these V-tails, where the key ingredient was American hops. These beers look quite similar to a German Weiss beer or a Belgian wit, but the fruity character came from the lovely American hops. Mm. Our American wheat was brewed on those lines. It was brewed with an American hop variety called Cascade and then dry hop with this Australian variety called Vic Secret. So what characteristics were you aiming for? Yeah, Cascade gives these grapefruit-like citrus notes while you get piney mint-like notes from Vic Secret. And what I was aiming for was an element of surprise. Plus, it was a tribute to the frequently asked question, do you have wheat beer? And hence, we called it, what the fuck? That's FAQ. And considering what people's expectations are from a wheat beer, we thought that their reaction on having this beer would be, what the... Okay, we censored that. But but seriously, people were surprised when they had it. People didn't expect a wheat beer to be this hoppy. And they were quite surprised by what the fuck's lingering bitterness. Yeah, but it was received really well. I remember that it made to two lists of best beers of 2019 on... Uh, Craft and Co. on Facebook. And we also brewed it twice again. Yeah. I wish there were more American wheats available in the market. True. The only example that I can think of is Arbor's Easy Rider that is available in cans. Yeah. It's nice that Craft Brewers Association of India celebrated March 2020 as a sour beer month. The idea was to promote and spread awareness about sour beers. Yep. The most commonly brewed styles were Berliner Weiss and Goza, both German wheat beer styles. Yeah, these tart funky ales from North Germany have a significant proportion of wheat in their composition. You know, I find this very interesting because these two are clearly wheat beer styles. But at the same time, their flavor profile doesn't really conform to the general perception that people have about wheat beers. Yes, they are tart, but like most wheat beers, both Berliner Weiss and Goza are pretty easy drinking. Mm. In fact, they are quite low in alcohol also. Berliner Weiss is more sour and acidic than Goza. Traditionally, Berliner Weiss was served with some fruit syrup to tone down this sour taste. Mm. Nowadays, modern breweries add variety of fruits to brew a Berliner Weiss. Goza, on the other hand, is less acidic than a Berliner Weiss. And it has two key ingredients that it that distinguishes it from a Berliner Weiss, salt and coriander seeds. We too brewed a Berliner Weiss for the sour month. 
Here the raspberry black berliner was our take on the berliner wise. It was brewed with some roasted barley and lots of raspberry puree. So this was our second wheat beer. Definitely. Now why I use roasted barley and raspberry in a berliner wise and generally how sour beers are brewed we'll discuss it when we do an episode on sour beers. Yep. There's another wheat beer style I want you to talk about. Mm. And it will be the last in this segment. It's the Weizenbock. Primarily because now we have White Owl Spike in the market. Yeah. So unlike the wheat beer styles that we have discussed previously, Weizenbock is a strong wheat ale. Right. Typically, the alcohol by volume percent of a Weizenbock ranges somewhere between six and a half and nine. Mm. They are brewed with almost fifty percent malted wheat in their composition. They have uh, rich malty flavors with hint of those characteristic clove and banana flavors. that you get in a wise beer right we have a very special guest on the show today to talk about his experiences with wheat beers he is the founder of pune based great state ale works nakul bosle nakul thanks for joining us welcome to to the point and uh, yeah thanks for having me there's a post that i remember uh, on instagram that you had posted earlier this year where you said huh. brightside was your first beer and that's the beer that keeps the lights on at the brewery yeah i mean see uh, when when i was starting a brewery uh, here in pune I, i knew that there had to be one wit beer hmm uh, because that's what the market wants i personally always liked belgian wit beers over hefeweizen hefes so just a personal choice why we chose belgian wit over a hefe that's 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 all there is to it hmm Uh, uh yeah and and you know th- that post was quite uh, uh meant a lot to us because right. you know that's when i realized before doing that post that i've spoken about every other beer over the last two years except the one beer that is that gets the least amount of attention from us in terms huh. of social media mm. it's the one that's keeping our lights on since day one mm, interesting um, yeah so so that's that was a reason to kind of throw spotlight on that beer after a very long time it's it's not the easiest beer to brew or it's not the cheapest beer to brew you know we we use orange uh, fresh oranges we we zest them ourselves right so there's this whole two hour zesting process there's also uh, coriander seed we add a little bit of star anise so there's a little bit of roasting of that hmm. so and that, that adds a significant cost if you see the cost of raw material at at it's as it as it on its own i'm sure I realize that you know yeah, we have we we do a good beer it 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 sells it's appreciated we do it consistently well so why not talk a little more about it? one thing that we hear from our people who love brightside is that it's got good body so there are wits which are generally you know a, a few of them which are a bit light and thin mm, correct maybe by design because you want it to be super light and easy drinking mm, right ours is not light right so i think that comes from using those malt which 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 we have like you know kind of evolved to over over the two and a half years correct and he also did another version of the belgian wit yeah through a chef friend of ours in pune we came across this this gonduraj wine right and we just found it to be amazing like the the, the aroma on that on on the zest of the lime is just crazy hmm and then we replaced the orange zest with gonduraj lime zest Tastes different huh. because it has more 
lime flavor and it's a very strong lime anyways it, it it's it's the aroma is amazing hmm yeah so it was easy you know small batch series for us to do where we just took the same recipe and changed one ingredient and just had a completely new beer so yeah that is and we call it east side because correct the lime comes from assam and and what not there are a few other wheat beers which you made i remember there was a smoked wheat yeah 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 so i think in terms of the other wheats uh except one batch of happy wisen that we've done huh uh, everything else falls under our small batch series so everything is quite experimental hmm uh, i i won't necessarily put those in the wheat beer category correct it's more experimental or specialty ale hmm so one example is obviously the smoked wheat like you said wheat that we smoked huh. was even more smoky more, had a more smoky character than the smoked malt that we can buy from from our suppliers nice. ah interesting it's a great beer because you know it, it pairs well with food people love smoky flavors in general so they associated with uh, bacon or with smoked meats and Correct. yeah it's it's a, most people didn't connect it to a the fact that it's a wheat beer it mm-hmm. was mostly to the fact smoked beer and and that never disappointed them right like nice why why wheat is because there is a traditional polish style called grotsiski hmm. which is actually a smoked wheat ale so right. this is you know when we when we started smoking a malt so like okay now what to brew with it huh. i didn't want to do a typical rauk beer which is you know dark i hmm. wanted it to look light i wanted it to look like like a pilsner or a lager or a wheat but hmm. have a smoky character right. so we chose a wheat and when when we were reading about this we came across this style called grotsiski hmm. and and we, and and you know we don't use a wheat yeast for this we use a ale yeast right hmm so the only thing that it gets from wheat is 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 the the fact that that wheat is smoked right and the fact that uh, you know some proteins come in so it's a little bit of got haze to it right uh, sweetness Mm. But yeah, apart from that, it's it's more like a like a like a smoked ale. There's a Berliner Weiss, which is a super light, three and a half percent wheat-based sour ale. Right. So the grain bill is very similar to a typical, you know, heavier wheat. Mm. But it's 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 it goes through a souring process. That's the guava chili the, Berliner. Yeah, that's the guava chili Berliner. Hmm. and you did a goza also recently right we did we did uh, goza last year the kokam goza goza again again you know it's a wheat based beer but it's sour and salty so it, it again doesn't class come into the category of the wheat beers that you know our customers in india love it's it's it's, True. it's and and we've seen a very interesting reactions especially from non beer drinkers who are like oh you know i i, I can see myself having a pint or two of this <laughs> nice so nakul have you observed a trend because you know i've spoken to a lot of brewery owners in the past and everybody says that you know 60% of their sales come from yeah. their flagship wheat beer which is either a belgian wit or hefeweizen now as as we are maturing as a craft beer market do you see the dependence is is reducing or do you think that it will continue for a while to be that high you know it's definitely reducing huh. uh, i have myself seen it in in two and a half years or, hmm. or like in years in november this year hmm. we, we, we have seen this shift 
So as we started as Great State, started selling and brewing more styles. And as we started appearing at more and more bars and restaurants, we, we started seeing less dependency on. But right. it's it's challenging for us because you know, like you guys, we are a production and distribution group, so we don't have our own space. Hmm. Right? It's it's all like let's say a, a place in Bandra, bar in Bandra has three taps. One has to be wit. Right. One is an IPA, and then one is something that could be a little challenging. Right. So when you look at three taps only, hmm. wit will take a share of that. But at places where we have five taps, very good example is is tap. We we had twelve beers to choose from, and we wanted to take nine. Hmm. And you know we we skipped the wit. Like you know why? Like like there are nine breweries. Let's not take a beer. Right. Nice. And it didn't affect us. We we sold out. Uh, mm. all of our beers, huh. uh, like there was smoked wheat and there's cocoa. All these beers sold out. Uh, we didn't miss it. The customer didn't miss it. But I think that trend is here now. You know, more and more people, especially with beer festivals like Tap, exposing mm. people to interesting beers, local beers, different styles. Right. The customer is going to eventually move from wheats to saisons to IPAs to you know, and that's that's the trend that we have seen all over the world. So it's it's a matter of time, and I just hope that. More breweries make more experimental beers. There are more restaurants that take more experimental beers. You Absolutely. Since will will customer have the motivation to switch to something else? True. True. Perfect. Cool, na cool. Great, great. Thanks for having me. Yes. Let's do. Let's do yes. a. Since you asked me to cover wheat, let's do a wheat beer collab. Something interesting. Oh, perfect. That's a sounds great idea. Great. Sounds great. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Let's do it. That brings us to the end of episode three of To the Pint. We are Two Down Beer Company. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and please share this podcast. Cheers. <laughs>